Hello, my name is Deb Weekly, and I am here with my dear friend, Lorraine, Lorraine Bailey. Bailey. Lorraine yeah. Bailey, yep. And we are so excited because we are going to talk to you about how to pray for your kids. And you guys, Lorraine is an amazing prayer warrior. She is actually, um, she and Donna Klein are my oldest Christian friends. Mm -hmm. And we met when my husband and I were dating uh, before I had committed my life to the Lord. We were in an engaged and newlywed class in Texas yes. with Dixon and Lois Murrah. And it was amazing in this engaged and newlywed class. It changed our life. It was amazing. And we've kept in touch. And every year we get together once or twice a year, at least once, usually least twice. Once. If we can pull off twice, we do twice. We do twice. It's yeah. hard, but we try. Yeah. And so how many years have we been friends? 30? Well, about 35, 35. 35 years of friendship. And I'm telling you, Donna and Lorraine sharpen me. They, uh, I, I mean, we have learned so much from each other. We raised our kids together and it was incredible. And so we are super excited. Uh, I'm excited that Lorraine is here, but Lorraine, why don't you tell us a little bit about your family? Okay. So I've been married to my husband, Wayne, for about 35 years. And he is a very kind, humble, good man. He really mm -hmm. is. We've walked through a lot of seasons in our marriage, but it's been so fun because as friends, we've walked through so many seasons in our marriages and parenting, and we've encouraged and sharpened and prayed for each other, which is huge. And then I have five children. I had five kids in eight years and the last year in the Middle East. <laughs> and so it was like, I um, so right now they're about 22, well, I'd say they'll be 24, 26, 28. Um, 30, 32, two girls, two boys, and then another girl. But I, and I homeschooled for years mm -hmm. and I just, I took it very seriously to be intentional and invest in my kids and, in, and invest in the next generation. Uh, I would think that's one thing I think we all had in common, mm -hmm. Deb, Donna and I, because we didn't take that opportunity lightly. It was a privilege and we really wanted to, to do the best we could to raise our family because we had homes that were not me amazing. and Lorraine especially grew hard. up in really hard childhoods. Very unsafe. Unsafe. Very unsafe. Well, mine was just mine was traumatic. Okay. Yours traumatic, was unsafe for very sure. Very unsafe. Uh, very traumatic. No peace. Chaotic constantly. Um, and so we wanted to create a home for our children that looked nothing like we grew up with. And we we had to cling to God to do that. We had to say, okay, Lord, help us break this cycle. Help us to do something different and show us what to do. And And huge was being in God's word and praying and surrounding ourselves with like-minded believers who have that same desire, who wanted to seek after God with everything. And mm -hmm. so, um, and I believe our kids, they grew up in amazing homes. They really did. They I don't did. say that in a prideful <laughs> way at all. Only by God's grace and Only kindness. Only by God's grace and but, kindness. But I mean, there was just peace and laughter. It's very God-centered homes. Um, it was good. It was good. I'm, I'm so happy for them. I look at the videos. I'm like, y'all had such a fun, amazing childhood. God is so good. That's it was all, I, God. That's all God. All God. <laughs> it wasn't us at all. It was. It wasn't. But God was so faithful, and is still so faithful and kind to give us the tools that we needed to create that home for our kids and to ground them in truth. Like our kids, they know truth, mm -hmm. so they're going to get hit so hard. But they know truth. They know truth, and. You want your kids to know truth too. And we're going to talk about that today. Mm -hmm. And I do want, and I see Kelsey. Hi there, Kelsey and Will. Hello. And uh, Michelle. And I would love it if you guys would say hello. Good morning, Judy. I love you, Judy. 
She's so awesome. Uh, I would love it if you guys would leave a prayer request. Say hello, leave a prayer request. What's your favorite scripture to pray over your children? I want to hear from you guys because we are a, we are a community of sisters and brothers. We have a brother on today and we want to encourage each other in how to pray for our children. Now, I want to tell you, Lorraine just and me and Donna, uh, we didn't have a perfect life. We had to contend in many seasons with our families, all of us at one season or another were on our faces crying out to God for either our marriages or our children or just some other things happening in our lives. And so we didn't, we even like we had amazing lives, but we had to contend as well. And contending is, you know what, that story in the scriptures I love where Jesus told the story about them. There was a man who had a neighbor who came over in, in late at night and started knocking on his door. And he says, I need some bread. I need some bread because he had house guests show up. And the guy inside the house said, go away. I'm in bed with my children. We're not coming out. Uh, that I guess they all slept in the same bed. Could you imagine sleeping in the same bed with like four kids? You would no, never, would you'd never, never sleep. sleep. <laughs> sleep. <laughs> anyway, but but then he did get up and get him the bread. And Jesus said that man did not give up and give the neighbor the bread. Basically, because, you know, he I guess it was because he wanted to or he was good. I, I don't ha- I wasn't going to well, share he this. Kept, he kept knocking and knocking and knocking. He persevered, persevered, and persevered and asking. He and didn't asking. quit asking. Yes. And look, this is why <laughs> I love Lorraine. This is one of her. I don't even know how many Bibles you have. I do about one a year. She does one a year. Yeah. And this is her Bible for this. Is this last year? Yeah, I started in February. She, you started February of 2023. Mm-hmm. So. so this is a year old. And this is, sorry. I'm trying to read through face. it one time. I mean, it's fallen apart, but I'm trying to read through it one. And I read through it alphabetically this year. And so I'm, I just hit Ruth last night. So anyways, but. Um, but wait, I want to tell something. Yeah, go ahead. Because I love this about Lorraine. So. This is why, I mean, guys, everybody's different and everybody has different time. Now it's a little harder. She went back after she was, after she raised her kids, she got her doctorate. Mm-hmm. So proud of her. She got her doctorate. It about killed you. <laughs> For three years, I didn't breathe. I just didn't breathe. But I defended my dissertation last summer and I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord, that's over. But that was the path that God called me to do. Yes. And so, but yes, I'm back. I'm teaching fourth graders and yes. I teach some university online classes. She does. So it's a lot, but but I still, God's word is still a priority. Every day I have to start God's word, you know, time in God's word. She it's, brings it with her to doctor's appointments. She carries it with her everywhere she goes. If she has five extra minutes, she's sitting down reading God's word. And I'm telling you, you see the fruit of it in her life. She can just like, she's got this thing. And and uh, I talked about this in the mothering kits uh, that are coming up in March with Beck Niesmer's glory story, because I don't want to give a spoiler alert, but um, she fell and, and had a traumatic brain injury. She had to have surgery and she was having anxiety and, and she kept reciting scripture to help herself fall asleep. But it wasn't because her mind was working. It's because it was in her heart. I love that. It's in her heart. Her brain was messed up. She couldn't remember things. She lost a whole month in her mind, but her heart still worked because that scripture was hidden in her heart. And you're, you're, you know, we're, we have scripture hidden in our heart. She reads it. She can pull it out of the air. <laughs> I mean, it's well, like scriptures. I think this scripture and this scripture and this scripture, but that's why I wanted her to be on the show today. And Donna, I asked Donna to come on the show today. And my sweet Donna, I love her, but she's like, 
I don't think videos are my thing. So Donna, <laughs> if you're watching, we love you and you are amazing. And she's done videos with us before, so but it's a lot. I make my friends do these videos and they're always like, oh my gosh, this is so stressful. What pushes us out of our comfort it zone? It pushes them out of our but, comfort zone. But what an opportunity to encourage yes. others to love God, walk with God, be in God's word and pray. Yes. I mean, like that's an opportunity and privilege that I don't take lightly. Yes. So, but yes. Donna loves God's word and she, she would be here, but she's she's a little bit more shy. She, but she says she loves her gift is like praying for y'all, being she on the prayer pray. team. She's that praying for us. Her. She's on the Health Club for Mom's right prayer team. She's praying right now as we're doing this video. She is incredible. And so... Guys, surround yourself with godly Christian friends because you want to have these friends like I have Lorraine and Donna and we do life together. And both of these women support Help Club for Moms. They're both donors. They both pray for our moms. I mean, Donna's on the prayer team. It is an amazing group of women. But you guys, you need your friends too. You need your iron sharpening iron friends. And if you don't have them, ask the Lord for them. Okay, so. All right. That's a nice big introduction. But very important. Very important. Very okay. important stuff. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I did want to say some announcements before we get started, before I forget. Okay. We have something really important. And could you, if you have a friend, if you're in the online group, or if you're, if you're listening to this video on the main page, could you share this video with your, uh, your Facebook followers? Could you tag your friends in the online group who might need this video or want to watch this video? Because God uses these videos to reach people around the world. We've had so many people say, oh my goodness, I saw your video pop up in my news feeds. One of my friends shared it. And then they are also part of our community. And so that's number one. But number two, could you please tag any friends that you know that are a Christian mom, Spanish translator? This is a crazy thing that we're praying about doing, but I think it's going to be amazing because the Lord has been speaking to us about someone uh, commented or sent me an email and I can't find her name. I bet I all on vacation. I was trying to find her name in my email because we were going to meet about this. And I was like, Lord, I felt so bad. If you're watching this video, please uh, email me at admin at helpclubformoms.com because I can't remember who you are, but we're looking for a Spanish translator. A, a mom that's a Christian, that's a Spanish translator, because we want to translate some of our podcast episodes into Spanish. It's going to be a wonderful project. It, I'm so excited about it. And I just got back from Mexico and I'm telling you there, they need people that don't speak English need to know how to be a Christian mom. They need to know our devotions that we share on the podcast. And so we are really praying about a translator. Okay. So if you know somebody, number two, we are doing at Health Club Walking with John right now. Walking with John means that we're reading for Lent. We are reading the first 21, all of the 21 chapters of John. And you can, and I think Michelle can grab this. Thank you, Michelle. She can grab this link uh, for me. It's the Bible app. It's on the Bible app and it's Walking with John. You can follow on the Bible app. You can subscribe at helpclubformoms.com and you can also just follow along on Facebook because you'll see all of the devotions, but we're going chapter one all the way through 21. It's easy to catch up. They're short devotions are bite-sized for moms. And so you guys can be, uh, can be following along as well. Okay. All right. Good deal. Oh, I love that. I'm so grateful for you all. God has blessed me with spiritual growth friends and life and life woman to help me get through my life. I love that. Okay. The next thing is, um, okay. The last thing is the February mothering kit. The new marriage video with Mike and Linda 
is up in the mothering kit. It's incredible. You guys are going to love it. Mike and Linda share the most powerful marriage tip you will ever hear in your life besides keeping Christ in the center of your marriage. They share this tip in our mothering kits. And if you want to watch that video for free, you can sign up at myhelpclubformoms.com for for your free two-week trial. If you decide to stay, it's only $13.99 a month and it's cheaper for the year. You get two months free if you sign up for the year. But it's an incredible community of women. We're meeting tomorrow night. We have our Zoom group tomorrow night. Don't forget, it's at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. You guys are going to love the community if you're not already a member. Okay. All right. Let's pray. Why don't you pray? Okay. Okay. Lord, we love you and we thank you for this opportunity and this time. And I pray over each mom and, and person watching this, Lord, that they will just feel encouraged and minister to. And I pray, Lord, that you will be glorified and that we will decrease and that you will increase, Lord, and all glory will go to you. I pray that you'll cover our conversation um, and that it will just speak, speak to those moms, Lord, and um, just encourage them in whatever season that they're in, Lord. And we love you so much. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so I want to tell you something about Lorraine that I love about her. I remember, so like I said, we've been getting together once or twice a year. We would meet at a mom's conference every year. Yes, yes. And then we also got together. Uh, it was so much fun. It's been the best 35 years. Uh, but I would get into Lorraine's van whenever I would go to Texas. And in her van, she had scriptures on index cards mm-hmm. taped to her dash And she also had these amazing, we both learned this from Emily Mm -hmm. Barnes, who read all of her books. I have one of her books here. Um, She is passed on. She's in glory with Jesus, but her name is Emily Barnes. And she, uh, she writes amazing books. She teaches women how to pray, how to be a Christian mom. Amazing. But we both, didn't we go to her workshop? I think we did. We We definitely did. We went to her workshop. Yes. And we learned how to take your child's hand and draw around your child a hand on a piece of paper and then write scriptures and prayers. And Lorraine did this and she put them in pocket, you know, page protectors and had a silver ring Mm -hmm. around it and she kept it in her car. So when she was at anywhere and I gave, I made one for, as my kids got older, I have ones for my little, my Babies were little, tiny, tiny hands. I also put trace my husband because I, I intercede and pray for my husband. Um, and then I put a picture of them, but I put prayers that I would pray over them. And then when, and I would laminate them. And then when they got older, I made a copy for each of them because I'm like, we need to be praying for each other and interceding for each other. But yes, those are invaluable. And I still have those. I love that she did that. I'm going to do that for my grandbabies this yes, week. I have them yes. when I have them this week, I'm going to put their hand. She's going to be a grandma, you guys. Her first, first, and Donna is expecting a yes. grandbaby. We're all going to be grandmas together. Finally, yes. I'm so glad so that you fun. guys are going to be grandmas. So this. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be great. So anyway, so trace your child's hand on a piece of paper and write scriptures, mm-hmm. and you can put your hand on top of your child's hand. That's what Emily used to say. Mm-hmm. Put, yes, just set your hand on top of your child's hand on that piece of paper and just pray for them. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful. And I do want to say a word to any moms who might be listening, who are seasoned moms, who have children who are older. Do not give up praying for your children or your husband. And it's mm-hmm. so easy to look at the battle And to look at maybe if your child isn't following God or if your marriage is really bad right now and all you can see are the wind and the waves. But that's what Peter saw. And he sank 
in the water. He was walking on water with Jesus. But when he looked at the wind and the waves, he started sinking. And that is such a word for us. We cannot look at our circumstances. We cannot look at what our kids are doing and the bad decisions they're making. If they're making bad decisions, we have to look to Jesus and keep praying because the enemy would love nothing more than for you to quit praying for your children. He would love it if you would quit. And so he's going to make you feel like a bad mom. He's going to make you feel like your prayers don't matter. So don't do it. <laughs> so keep praying. Okay. I just wanted to say oh, that's that. huge. And that's huge. And I, I was just telling Deb that we're pretty much done training and teaching. We, we are we're done. We're out of that season. And we were very purposeful, but we are still interceding and praying daily. We're praying without ceasing for our children who are adults now. And, and what, what I love is that our kids do have the Holy Spirit inside of them. We know they're saved, but we're praying God's hand all over their lives. And, and you could see, yes. And I'm, I'm seeing God answer in my prayers now as they're adults and I'm seeing fruit. And you've seen prayers in your marriage? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Things that I'm seeing now, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is why I've been praying for 35 years. <laughs> and I'm like, just to have, and God changed both of us. God has matured both of us. It wasn't just, you know, fix my husband. He's been, and, and I thought about, I love Ruth Bell Graham on her tombstone, construction completed. And I mean, that's going to be me. I tell my kids, I'm like, I'm, God's working on me every single day. So God's working on my husband and me, but I've seen him mature both of us and answer so many prayers that I'm like, and, and you kind of forget and you're like, oh my goodness, this is something I prayed for for years. And I'm seeing the fruit of the prayers now. And I think that's why God says for us to be thankful, yes. to be, be joyful, always pray continually in everything give. Thanks. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Because when we notice the things, mm -hmm. we give thanks. And that fuels our faith to mm -hmm. keep praying mm -hmm. and keep waiting for the, the mm -hmm. other answered prayers. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I want you to show everybody how you pray. So show us how you pray uh, with your Bible. Okay. So as I'm reading, because I read God's word every day, and as I'm praying, God just lays different verses on my heart. And like um, a heart at peace gives life to the body. Well, I pray that Lord give each of my kids and my husband and I a peace. Um, help us to be wise servants. I'll write their initials in, in the side of my Bible right next to the verse. And then, you know, I even started praying over my new grandbaby because <laughs> I was reading the verse where it says that God is forming her in my daughter's womb right now. And I'm already praying for her, her salvation. And I, her name was going to be Charlie when they thought she was a boy. So I had Charlie and it dated. And, and I pray for salvation. And now she is Virginia Grace. So I have VG and then I have her salvation and that this generation will tell the next generation. So then I wrote in the margin that my kids would be telling the next generation about God. So just as I'm reading the verses, I'm putting the initials and I'm praying that back to God. And that's what I do. And then occasionally I find verses. I'm like, okay, I'm putting that in the front of my Bible or I'm putting on an index card or I'm putting it on my mirror. And like one of the verses is that my children will know truth and walk in truth. And that's everywhere in my house because that's really important. Grab so that's your other scriptures. So she okay. had these amazing statistics that she found that I thought was really good. Okay. So because I, I know prayer is important. And I know God talks about it throughout his whole word. But then I looked, it said there's over 650 prayers in the Bible, 450 recorded prayers in the Bible. Um, there's at least 25 prayers of Jesus recorded. Uh, and then it says that um, in Psalm 55, that we pray in the evening, morning, in, in the, at noon. Uh, Daniel prayed three times a day. Uh, Psalm 119, David prayed seven times a day. And then my thought, I went the, towards the direction of intercession, because to me, it's a gift of intercession. When we 
are called and it's a privilege that we get to pray for our family and our husbands and lift them up. And I thought, who's going to pray for them more than their mom? Or nobody, their wife? nobody, nobody. So, I mean, to me, this is a serious, a privilege and an opportunity to lift my family up in prayer. But I love you already said Philippians four, six through seven. Do not be anxious about anything because I think as moms and as wives, we can be very anxious, especially in the culture and the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. But God doesn't want us to be fearful and he doesn't want us to be worrying and filled with anxiety and stressed. But he says to pray about everything in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request and then the peace that passes understanding will guard your heart and mind. And I think that's what I see is I'm reading God's word and I'm writing those prayers and covering my family and inter- interceding for them. It, it calms my soul. It brings a peace because I'm like, Lord, you love them more than I do. I know you've got this and my eyes are on you. And I, I watch expectantly to see how you're going to answer those prayers. And so, and then the gift of intercession, um, it was first Timothy two, Two one, and it said, "When you don't know how to pray, uh, what says pray without ceasing?" That was what says pray without ceasing, and I feel like I do that. I'm praying like all day, every day. And and Dev and I were talking about this earlier. Sometimes God told me this sweet story years ago. Uh, you know, sometimes when you're praying, I mean, you're talking to your family. They know what you're going to say before you say it, and you can see them start to glaze over. They're like, "Oh my <laughs> goodness, she's going to say it again." And I was laying there one day, and God was so kind because He said. You can talk to me all day. You can talk to me from the time you wake up all day. You could just chatter, chatter, chatter. You could talk to me when you're going to sleep and I will never get tired of hearing your voice. I love to hear from you. And that's what I do. I wake up. I'm already talking to him. Uh, And then I love Deb shared years ago. The first thing she does when she wakes up is she gets on her on the floor on her face. And that's what I do every morning. I get up. I'm on the floor. I'm on my face. I'm like, Lord, cover this day, order my steps, clean my heart, cover my family. So I do that. And then throughout the whole day, I'm just praying. Like I never stop praying. I'm praying for wisdom, strength, stamina, energy. As God lays people on my heart, I I just, I pray and I go to bed, sleep, praying. So I do, I definitely pray without ceasing. Um, I love that Jesus is interceding for us. It said uh, that he is sitting at the right hand of God and he's interceding for us. Uh, Because I know he knows that we're made of dust and we're weak and we make mistakes and we get discouraged. And I love that he's praying for us. Um, I love in Psalm 86.3, it says, I am calling on you constantly. And I feel like that's what I'm doing. I'm constantly like, oh, Lord, help, help and help. Um, I love and and this is what we were talking about this Psalm 116.2. Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. And so my heart is. I just want to pray without ceasing until I take my last breath. I want to be talking to him and and listening to him. And I even told my students this last week, I said, um, when I take my last breath, you know where I'm going to be. Like, I don't want anybody to doubt. I'm going to be in a great place and it's going to be good. And so um, that's what I found about prayer, which it just reinforced everything I knew. It's like I need to be praying without ceasing and God's listening and he cares and he's interceding for me. That's so good. I love that. Yeah. Don't cry for me, Argentina, right? Because <laughs> we're not, we're in a really good place. If, if we were to die today, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, heaven is going to be amazing. Yeah. If you don't yeah. know Jesus, get to know him because I mean to tell you, heaven is going to be the most amazing place. Well, I told some of my students, I, I used to mentor a young lady and we went to a funeral of an aunt and when we left the aunt, we just didn't know where she was at. You know, you were like, well, you saw some fruit. She went to church sometimes. 
but she just didn't know. And I told this young lady, I said, I just pray anybody goes to my funeral, they don't ever have to walk away and wonder, I wonder where she's at. Because I want to be so evident in my life, in my conversation, in, in my passion and love for God that people are like, that I, they know where I'm at. I'm face to face with Jesus. I take my last breath. So anyway. it's going to be a party, not a, not no, a, it's going to be a blast. Not a, it's going to be wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful. It's going to be a good thing. Yeah. So. But we want to be raptured first, probably. That would be yeah. great. That would be nice. <laughs> well, I always prayed about the one where um, Elijah, when well, he was just taken. He didn't have to experience. I know. Like, and Enoch. Be- yes, there was two. Elijah and Enoch. <laughs> yeah, God just took him. So, oh, Lord, could you just take me? Just take me. That would be okay. But that would yes. be okay? Yeah. Okay. So how else did you pray for your kids or with okay. your kids when they were okay. little? Okay. One thing that Deb and I was talking about before, and I remember this, there was a season when my kid, well, we homeschooled. So we're together all the time and it's normal. They were bickering and just driving each other crazy. So we're fixing a drive from Texas to California. And I thought, okay, <laughs> love chapter. Like we, we need to love one another. We need to really love one another. And so I wrote it on a big poster board. And every time we got in the car, out of the car, we had to recite First Corinthians, First 13. Corinthians 13, the love chapter. Love is patient. Love, love is, is kind. kind. Love, <laughs> yes. And so, you know, that was a time I thought these are some verses I need to really just sow into our souls. And, you know, I have to tell you, my kids are all adults mm-hmm. and they are the kindest people. Mm-hmm. They are my favorite people. They are kind. They are thoughtful. They really actually love one another. Mm-hmm. Like they, they vacation together. They live together. They're best friends. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen God answer those prayers. Um, that, that was huge. That we did Awanas. We wanted oh. them to hide God's word in their heart. That was huge. Awanas is amazing, Awanas. you guys. It's worth the investment of time. Oh, absolutely. That, in fact, when every all, there was one season we would sign up for everything and it was too much. We're going crazy. And then I thought, we're pulling back for, from everything, but Awanas is the one thing that is a priority. And so we really were careful in what, how we invested our time and intentional commitments. And Awana was always, a, a, it was a priority. Um, we did, prayer journals as a family. And I would ask them what we could pray for. And then we would go and answer. And those are sweet to go back and look at. Um, we, I prayed over our kids. We prayed together in the car. Um, I encouraged them. I would put tools in their hands. I always made sure they had Bibles, um, prayer journals and candy. Can, oh yeah. I, I would, I'll give you anything. Even my students now, I'm like, if you memorize this first, I will give you candy, lots of candy. That's a priority. Like learning God's word, hiding it in your heart. And, and to be honest, our kids, they know truth. They know truth. They know truth. In fact, my, my son married and um, his wife said, I've never met anybody that knows truth more than your son. They know it. They know it. They know it. Um, and then I just pray that they will walk in it. And, but they are different. They look totally different than the culture. But that is from years of pouring God's word into them. That's so good. And, and praying that our home was very God-centered. There were times when I would be reading God's word. I think I got this from Beth Moore. I would be reading God's word and I would find a verse. I would put it on a note card and I would leave it at like at a prayer altar in our house, like on the dining room table. And I said, at some point today, go and read that verse, respond to it. And just chew on it, meditate it, and give me a response to it. So I constantly pray for God's, how can I make God's re, uh, God's word part of our daily life? Um, we did devotions every day. We read God's word every day. And then as they got older, I'm like, just give me one verse. Read me one verse or one chapter. And they would, of course, look for the shortest one. But then I would initial when they read it. I just, I pray constantly, how can we get God's word in them? And how can we pray together as a family? Um, and then serve other people, then live it out, walk it out. How can we serve and minister and pour into other people? And you wrote on, I love this one because we did it too, the dry erase marker. Oh, yes. Love the dry erase 
On the, on the bathroom mirrors. mirrors. Yes. I, I still have verses I on write things on mine too. Today. Yeah. Yep. Me too. And um, I need to do that at school. In fact, mm -hmm. I need to start writing verses mm -hmm. there. I have verses all over the bathroom at school, but I'm like, I'm going to start writing on the mirror. But yes, it's where can we put God's word? I have a, a chalkboard as you come in my house. I try to put verses there. Like I was hosting some... Um, I had served at camp last year and I was hosting the people that I served with. And I had the verse on there where it said, how precious are the feet of the people that deliver the gospel. You know, so I'm always looking for verses that I can share. Um, whenever I'm writing thank you cards, I, I try to put God's word in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, praying over our kids constantly, um, praying with them. And then looking to see how God answered those prayers, because you know what we in our prayer journal, we would see, look how God answered this in the most amazing ways. And so I wanted them to know this is just a normal thing. This is what we do all day, every day. And I love when we get in the car with Deb and Randy, we drive to church. We pray over each other. When we are driving to the airport, we write down how we can pray for each other. So when we get together, we commit our weekend to the Lord. As soon as everybody gets in the car, we pray. We do. That, yep. That's the friendship mm -hmm. we have. And we're constantly praying. And then that get, and when we spend time together, it's it gives us insight on how we could better pray, lift each other up in marriages, in, in parenting, in relationships. It's just prayer is essential. It's it's everything. And it's yeah. You know what I was just thinking between the three of us friends, we've we've all been married a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three of the three of us, because she's 35, we're 33, Donna's mm -hmm. 35, yeah. I think. Yeah. So over a hundred years of marriage represented between the three of us. And it always has not been easy. Let me tell you. Oh, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's, a lot of, it's a lot of work. I love it because at church yesterday, they were doing a marriage conference and they said, I'm not going to say it's hard, but I'm going to say it takes a lot of work. Yes. You've got to be intentional in your marriage and in your parenting, mm -hmm. whether your kids are little or whether they're adults, you know, to, to invest the time with them, to talk to them, to communicate with them, to pray with them, just because you got to spend time with them. So you know how to pray for them and know that. how to intercede with them. Intercede for them. Okay. Well, I told Lorraine that I was going to try to make the videos a little bit shorter <laughs> because they're, I think they're a little bit too long, but I wanted to tell you guys a couple of prayers. Did, it, did you have any other, other things? No, I'm thinking, I think that's kind of, I mean, no, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I love her Bible. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Okay. So I just wanted to share something really quick. Um, I prayed this prayer. We prayed scripture. Um, I really want to just tell you guys, please don't give up praying for your children, uh, no matter what. And if they're older now, just keep praying for them. And then I wanted to share that I prayed this prayer and I love it because I, I learned this prayer from someone years ago and it said, Lord, make my children godly, responsible, respectful, fully obedient, totally dedicated to you, hunger for the truth and discerning about friends. And it's really interesting because my children, they both love Jesus so much. Their faith does not look like me. I can't keep up with them. Their faith is so beautiful. It's completely different than me. But the thing that I see in both of my children that I feel like is from this and also because it is from this scripture, Psalm 63, verse 1. I'll look it up. And it's so good because I would pray for them to hunger and thirst for God and to hunger and thirst for the word of God. And, mm -hmm. and so I feel, so it says right there, you, God, are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. And I prayed that for my children. And I will tell you that even though my son has gone through church hurt, oh my goodness, a poor kid. He had so much. He went through a deconstruction period because of the church hurt. It was hard for him. 
and he loves Jesus so much. He's on the worship team in his church. But I see both of my children hungering for the truth of Christ, hungering for him, wanting to know about the big things of God, wanting to know how to make sense of this broken culture in light of scripture, in light of Christ and his love for the people. You know, my son is always like, oh, people need to know how much Jesus loves them. You know, and I feel like it's because that prayer about hungering for the truth. And then the last thing I want to say before we before we um, read, uh, pray for you guys is I didn't bring this one and I couldn't find my gym Bible, but I, I used to bring my gym Bible to the gym and it looked like this one. And I would pray scripture for 20 minutes when I was on my stair machine and it was huge. And the mm-hmm. Lord has been speaking to me about this, getting back into this habit again for my grandchildren and my children, because I've stopped for about 10 years. I, don't, I think I've just been doing other things, you know, in, at the gym, listening to mm-hmm. sermons. But God is telling me now time is it's time to get back to praying the word at while you're at the gym. It's the same set of scriptures. It takes me 20 minutes. And I'm going to do that again. But I just feel like what Lorraine was saying, praying scripture is powerful. The word says, uh, it says in, um, oh, I love this scripture. And it's in my little list here to pray, to, to tell you guys today. And it is, um, it is Isaiah 55, 10 through 11. Isaiah 55. Mm-hmm. And it is so good. 55, 10 through 11. Yes. And it says right here, as the the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So it is with my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And guys, when you pray the word of God, when you're praying for, and don't forget, you guys, I, I, I don't want to forget this. At Help Club, we have how to make a prayer binder. It's a post on the helpclubformoms.com website, and it has a samples of tons of prayers for your children, tons of scripture. But just know that God's word does not return void. When you speak scripture over your family, it is going to go out. That scripture is working. It's active. When you've been praying all these scriptures over your children, mm-hmm. it doesn't just stop with your children, mm-hmm. Lorraine. Mm-hmm. It's going to your descendants. I know, I'm so it's excited. going. Our <laughs> prayers is. are timeless. They go straight to mm-hmm. the altar of God. If you didn't know that, it's in the book of Revelation, mm-hmm. Revelation 9. I think it's 9 or 8. We don't mm-hmm. have time to look okay. it up, but... Okay. Go look it up. And it says that the prayers of all the saints before the altar of God, and that's where your prayers go. He keeps them close to him. All the prayers from all of time, he keeps on his altar. And we can't overanalyze this and think, how could God keep all of the prayers of the saints from all of time in history on his altar? Guys, we have a microchip and microchips can keep so much on there. Mm-hmm. God is God. And of course he can keep our prayers close to him on the altar. And so your prayers keep going, keep praying scripture, add those words. And my descendants at the end of your prayers, you know, as you're praying for those children and you are going to be amazed. Okay. So we're going to pray for you guys right now. And I'm so excited. So if you haven't already, leave us a prayer request and we're just going to stop and, uh, and we're going to start praying and, uh, but leave your prayer request at the bottom and uh, from Kenya, I love that you're in Kenya. Uh, okay, 
my, uh, my kids and wife have been sick for some days. She's falling, but not feeling okay. Lord, I do pray for this sweet mama that is not feeling well and her and the children that are sick. Lord, there's so much sickness going around. I pray for this family and for all of the families that are struggling with sickness right now, that you will be their healer, that you will send your healing on the wings of the dawn. God, bring your healing to these families. God, send your ministering angels to minister to them. And Jesus, bring healing in Jesus name. And um, spiritual growth. Let's keep going. Let's see. Walking with John. Thank you guys so much. Uh, God's timing is perfect. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's so good. Love that. Love that. Um, prayer requests. Oh, thank you for being here. Just what I needed. And uh, let's see. God's promises. Nikki. Love you, Nikki. Our yes and amen. My tongue is a Okay, hold on. This is amazing. Ooh, ooh. My tongue is a pen of already writer. Glory of a ready writer. I think it's a ready writer. What uh, my pe- my tongue is a pen. Oh, yes, you are writing. It's from what's been written with the word of God when mm. we speak it. I love that. Oh, and, and look at Michelle found that scripture. Provision. Oh, in South Africa. Okay. So Lord, we do pray for sweet Max. Lord, I pray for provision in South Africa. Lord, we have South Africa and Kenya. Who knows how many countries represented here? Lord, thank you for bringing them. I pray for Max that you will give her Max, Max uh, Rincha, that you will give her Lord provision. I know she has a ministry. Lord, bless her ministry. Lord, help her to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Provide for them more than they could ask or imagine. Let her be able to do this work in your power and in your strength. And we just speak a blessing over all the families represented here. We pray that you will give them scriptures to pray. You will give them prayers to pray and they will set about praying for their family and know that that their prayers move heaven and achieve unusual results. In Jesus name. Amen. Oh, hey, here's another one. Please pray that I can find two homeschool moms to pray with weekly financial provision, discouragement for my husband. Uh, has, oh, that's so hard when your husband's discouraged. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lord, I pray for my sweet friend. I think it's Donna. Two homeschool moms to pray with weekly. Give her friends to pray with God. Give him financial provision. Bless her husband, Lord. Give him a great job. I think he's looking for a job. Help him not to be discouraged. Help him to keep trying and just keep asking you for a great job. And God, we pray that you would blow their doors off, blow them away with the amazing job that you give to them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, we love you. Thank you for being here. We'll see you next time. And uh, thank you, Lorraine. I enjoyed that. Thank you, Donna. If you're watching or listening, we love you. And we love you guys. Have a great day. Share this video with your friends if you haven't already, okay? Or tag a friend in the online group. Bye-bye. That's perfect.